what if this dip that you're experiencing is actually the climax of your story? It's No Boring Stories, episode 17. Let's get into it. Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast. You know that you can use storytelling to captivate your audience, clarify your message, and grow your business and impact like never before. And that's why I'm here. Each episode bringing you transformative stories, expert storytellers, and my signature storytelling tools all to help you tell a better story. Because there's no such thing as boring stories, just boring storytellers. I'm your host, Alex Street, and my favorite Halloween costumes were all made by my mama, and they were Darkwing Duck, Winnie the Pooh, and a Michelangelo the costume with a big Ninja Turtle head on top of my head. Hey, today we're going to talk about this feeling of being in the dip. I think Seth Godin may have coined this term in his book, The Dip, but we all know what it feels like. We all know what it feels like to be going along and then feel like you are in a valley, feel like you are in a rut. You know, a dip is just a big rut. A valley is just a big rut. Let's face Mm it. It's a time when you feel like you're going along and you know that you're at the bottom or you're going down into like a dark time. It seems difficult. It seems confusing. And you know to get out of this, this might be the worst part of a dip, is you know to get out of it, you need to work even harder because you need to climb out of the dip or walk up the hill. Have you ever done this where you've gone down a hill and then you're like, oh no, I need to climb back up to get home. I have this uh, friend who, who lives nearby and Sometimes I'll go over to his house and ride my bike over there instead of driving across town. And, and all the way there, it's downhill. I literally have to pedal twice and I can just glide the rest of the way. And then when I leave his house late at night, maybe after a few adult beverages and I'm riding home, um, it's much more difficult, not because of the inebriation, but because it's all uphill on the way home. So look, when we're feeling like we need to climb out of this dip, we can get frustrated, we can get worried and and we actually uh, dig ourselves in a little bit deeper thinking, I'm in a dip, how how terrible, how worrisome, how will I ever get out? And the question for today is, what if the dip that you are in, in your business, in your life, in the situations that you're going through, this dip that you find yourself in, what if you flip that around And this becomes the climax of your story. So picture a drawing, just a line and then a whoop, a little dip down to the bottom and then the line continues. You can see that, right? Kind of an inverted hill or a valley or a dip. Okay, don't get too too confusing here, Alex. Well, what if you just flipped that upside down? So now it's a line and now it's a hill with a line continuing. This, of course, is the story arc. This is what our stories are made of. It's uh, It goes along, and then at the peak of it is the climax of our story. And look, I have found this place in my life where I look at these dips, not as dips, but as a climax because I have been through many dips in my life. And as I look back now, though it felt so awful, though it felt so confusing, Now I see that those were major change moments. 
And that's what the climax is. The climax is really just this point in the story when the character changes. When all things come to a conclusion, all things come to a head, and we see the character make a decision and act on it in such a way that they are forever changed. That is the climax. That is storytelling tool, right? That is a storytelling tool right there on how to tell your story. Make sure that there's a point where you had to make a decision to change or something helped you change. We'll talk much more about actually creating a climax in your story in another episode, but today I just want to talk about reframing the dip as a climax because this is going to empower you and help you get forward uh, so much more efficiently than you were before. Look, who I have always been is somebody who is emotion-led, no doubt. I let my emotions guide me. How I feel during the day is how I then act throughout the day typically. I'm, I'm learning to, to fix this and take better control of that. This really showed up for me. I think first uh, I was I was 26 years old, and I just run an all nighter for a bunch of teenagers. And I mean, this is it sounds like oh that might be fun, and then you realize oh no, an all nighter literally is just staying up all night. And especially if you're leading an event like this, then you are the adult with other adults who volunteered for this, and you are simply trying to manage these teenagers while they are trying to stay up all night and doing anything in their power to keep themselves awake, including wrecking things, toilet papering the building, um, keeping other people awake, throwing water on other whatever it is that they come up with with their beautiful creative minds, you just have to manage that. And you might not be surprised that at the end of this, the next morning, I remember everybody left and I was still vacuuming up the church and I thought, I need to quit. This is it. It was New Year's Day, uh, 11 years ago, and I thought, I need to leave this. And I got home, I was exhausted, I had a nap, and I woke up and I thought, okay, maybe I don't need to quit. Because a nap cures everything, doesn't it? And so I thought, maybe I don't need to quit, but I do need some space. So I got a cottage and I went away for a night, and I took all the books with me that I could have and all my journals, and I just sat in silence and I journaled, and I, I was alone with my thoughts and my, my words and my wisdom and, and whatever books came with me, and I just started to repair my mindset. It became a climax. It became a turning point to start something in my life that now is part of my rhythm. These retreats that I go on, these solitude retreats, are part of my rhythm because of that moment 11 years ago. This actually helped shape me to become somebody who is not burning out all the time and not pushing myself to the edge, but now sees the clarity of my actions going forward and prepares for it, either with a retreat ahead of time or after, to help refresh my mind, my body, and my soul, and I'm getting better and better at these things. That's a climax moment, friends. I remember uh, three years ago, I was starting out on my business, and I got really two months in to a mastermind that I was a part of, and I saw everybody else succeeding in all kinds of ways, and it was Halloween uh, 2019, and I went out with the kids, and I put on this crappy little costume, we walked around with some friends of ours as we walked uh, with our kids trick-or-treating, and I got home, and we talked with them, and I was so absolutely drained. And three hours before that, I actually wrote a comment to my mastermind, two people in this public forum, 100 people in this group, and I said, look, I'm toast. I don't know how I can go forward. It felt like a dip. 
It felt like the deepest dip ever. In fact, my dad had a history of depression, and I felt like this was it starting for me. Like this was the beginning of now depression being part of my story, as it were, not just his. That it was this this deep sense of not being able to climb out. People then reached out immediately. People were calling me. People were setting up calls for the next day, and I had four calls with other life coaches. So you want to get you want to get amped up, then just set up a day full of calls with life coach friends, and they will pump you up. And after that, I felt clarity. I felt understanding, and I felt like I am climbing out of this. Why? Not because I was on my own working harder to climb out, but because I had people there with me to help pull me out. This was a climax moment. This wasn't a dip. This was a moment when things changed for me and I realized the value of community in a whole new way. In this world where it feels like there is so much competition, especially in the online business space, it feels like we're all competing for the same people. There is no competition. What if we valued community over competition? That's what happened in that space and that's why I'm creating communities now to focus on that and help people truly lift others up with their work. This was a climax moment. You see, through all of these, it seemed like the dip. It felt like the dip. It felt like there was no way forward. Let's talk specifically about even facing death. You know, the death of a loved one or the death of a dream. When you get that moment, it feels like, how am I going to get out of this? How will I ever be different? And people say to you, things will get better, and you simply don't believe it. You're like, that's a nice sentiment. I'm glad it did for you, but not for me. And yet something happens in that where you flip it upside down and you realize that this is changing you. This is changing you. It's easier to look back on this climax and say, this has changed me and made me the person that I am right now. Now I look back at this with clarity. And what I want you to do is look at the dip that you might be in right now or will go through in a, a few months and see it while you're in it as not just the dip but the climax because it's going to radically shift things for you. But what happens when we're in this is we lose the forest for the trees, don't we? We forget that we're part of a much bigger story because there's something right in front of us that I need to navigate. And we think that, okay, well, great. No, that's fine for you, but this time is different. I know that I've climbed out of this before, but this time feels different. I can't handle this on my own. I, can't, I don't have the answers here. Or you feel like if you were to reframe this, if you were to say, oh, okay, it's not a dip, it's a climax. Whoop-dee-doo. You're just lying to yourself. Don't you feel like that? That's a, you're like, okay, great, Alex. Thanks. Sunshine and ro rainbows. This is fantastic. But... Uh, no, I don't feel like that. So I'm just lying to myself. And I'm not in the business of lying to myself. Thank you very much. But here's one that I'm, I'm learning recently. Here's one, one objection to this idea that I've been uh, experiencing myself. Is even though you have been through a transform transformation and you are going through one right now, maybe you're addicted to the struggle. Maybe you're addicted to who you were. See, for me, I feel like I'm in a moment of more clarity than ever, and yet I still find myself on conversations with people saying like, yeah, no, but I don't know. Things are pretty confusing right now. They're not. I'm just addicted to that sensation because that's who I've been my entire life. That's who I was. 
And I got pretty comfortable with that. So now I don't want to leave that. Or even when I'm in the who I am, I feel like I should be in this who I was moment. So to go through this dip, you're like, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. This is who I am. I'm, I'm a person of clarity. I get it. That's who I am. But I lying to myself or actually, I just really like being in this struggle. So I'm going to keep being here. Check yourself. Have you been telling people lately that it's more difficult than it really is? Because either you think that that's what they want to hear or that's actually what you like to be in. That's what you're used to. Well, look, here's some ways to get out of this, some ways to reframe your dip so that it becomes the climax of this story once again. Another part of your story arc helping you through. One, I want you to look for what's possible. If you're in the dip, then just look for what's possible. So let's take me back to the moment when I reached out to my mastermind community. I realized I am doing this alone. This sucks. I hate it. I just want to lie in bed. I want to be in darkness. I see no hope for my business, my idea, any of this making an impact. And then in this split second, I remembered what was possible. I remembered that there's a community of people out there who have already said that they will support me and that I can trust. And if you just allow that glimmer of possibility to come through, then I'm telling you, this is where we start. This is how we start to flip the story upside down. And for me, the possibility really came from this growing network of people. And before I go into these next three steps, I want to invite you to A, be a part of my network and grow this. And if you're not already connected with me on Instagram, then find me at Street Says. If you're not a part of the Fearless Speakers Academy, that's a great way to build this community, to be a part of my network and my community. But here's what I really want to ask you for is to help grow my network. Now, if you're listening to this and you like this so far, I would love to get more amazing storytellers on the podcast. And the way that I do that is through people like you passing on names of people that you like. People like you telling me about people you like, okay? And this is how my network grows and how we can expand the the podcast guest list here and really help this thing grow and expand and become uh, really one of the greatest storytelling platforms out there. But this isn't just for me. I want to be able to expand our networks together so that we can keep helping each other. So if you've got an idea for somebody that you want to hear on the show, a guest that you want to see or hear on the show, then please reach out to me and let me know. Pass on a name to me. That would be fantastic. And we will keep the episodes going here. Okay, so when you see what's possible, you're in the dip. If you allow for that glimmer of possibility, now you get to remind yourself that if that door is open a little bit, there's room for transformation. And if you've done the work, if you already know that you have transformed, if you already see your story and you see that you have already shifted from trapped to free, from monster to masterpiece, from confused to clear, then you can remind yourself, I have transformed and I will continue to transform. This moment is not the end of me. This moment will be another moment in my ever-changing story. And you remind yourself that, yeah, I have been confused before and I have found clarity. I feel confused right now. I will find clarity. You remind yourself that the transformation is coming. Then 
you actually get to stand up with resilience and learn resilience in a whole new way. This is an opportunity for growth mindset for sure, not fixed mindset. You are not who you always have been, but there's opportunity for growth. So stand up, brush yourself off and get going and see what's next. Possibility, transformation, resilience. And now when we get to the end of this moment, when you feel like there is some light actually shining out there now, we got to celebrate. This might be the most important part is the celebration not only actually feels joyful and actually feels great when you dance, when you cheer, when you tell somebody that you have changed, that you have shifted, that you've come out of this dip, but it actually locks it in. This is like a conclusion to the story. This is like a wrapping it up. This is so you can turn to the next chapter and not leave it open-ended. You get to close this chapter and say, yeah, I did that thing. I got through that moment. We got through that together. I'm so grateful for this. And you actually put a label on it and celebrate the change that you've made. When you do this, when you go through this process, you see that possibility, you then remind yourself of transformation, you develop resilience to stand up and then you celebrate. I mean, what happens here is we see you, the character actually change and we are cheering you on. And if we're cheering you on, then you better be cheering yourself on. But you've seen this in characters and all the stories that you've ever loved is they face this moment of change. They face this moment of decision. And what do they do? They see a way out. They know that it's possible. So they go forward. They have to struggle through that and show resilience. And then we get to the end and there is a conclusion, some sort of wrapping up, some sort of celebration of the change that was made. As this happens, if you do this now, you start to flip this dip on its head and see it as a climax. In the future, your dip will be shorter. Whatever you're going through, the dips will be shorter. You will see the struggle as easier than you have in the past. And you will celebrate more because there will be many dips. And if you're celebrating at the end of every dip, well, then celebration is going to be a, become a more um, regular part of your life. So you want more celebration? Go through more, more dips. Go through more climaxes. Welcome them along because they're going to be shorter. The struggle will be easier and you're going to celebrate more. Overall, you're going to tell a much better story with your life and have better stories to tell because you will see the transformation that you are continually going on. I'm so, so grateful for you. If you are going through a dip and you need some help with this, then please reach out to me and talk it through with me. I am always here for this. I'm so grateful to spend this time with you on this podcast. If you like this, please share it on your social media. It would mean the world to me so that other people can experience the same kind of transformation that you're experiencing through this. Look, the world is built on sharing, so let's share the good stuff, right? This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street, and we are just getting started.